0: A very deep gospel reading if we um, read between the lines of what Jesus is telling us. I think in these few verses we have um, firstly a kind of a hint of a paradigm of how we can understand what it means to be holy Um, but Jesus also I think gives us um, a way that we can understand how all of history works. Um, he speaks of, I'll talk about the history bit first and I might come back to the holiness later, he speaks of how all the prophecies and all of the law were leading up to John um, and so he's, he's telling us that every, everything that God has done before, everything that God has spoken to us, all of the religious tradition and all of the scriptures are actually this whole procession, this preparation and movement coming towards John or well, really it's a preparation and a procession coming towards Jesus' coming, um, but he's more humble, so he's pointing the, pointing the blame towards John. And of course, John came and was only pointing towards Jesus. But Jesus is kind of putting the, this lens with which we can really approach the whole of the Scriptures. Everything we see in the Old Testament is a preparation and a movement towards this defining moment of history when Jesus is born amongst us and he dies and rises again for our salvation. It was all leading up to that point. God's interactions with humanity, um, his revelation, everything in all of creation, all of history as well, is leading up to that point when Jesus comes um, and brings it all to completion in a sense. And then everything that comes out from that moment is, is an outflow of Jesus' presence in the world. So we see that Jesus is kind of this, this this center point of human history. But also we we understand that with the with the Old Testament and the New Testament, and even the the God's relationship with the Hebrews and then the way that He's moved in the church since it all revolves around this center point of Jesus. Um, but we see as well that Jesus is speaking of the holiness of John the Baptist, and I think the the kind of holiness that he's pointing to in John is that he not only kind of knew how to understand God's revelation and his movement in history and in relationship with humanity in this way, but he was so holy and so perfect in God's sight because he knew how to find his place within it, that John centred his whole life upon this movement towards Jesus, in which he found himself. He was part of that that current of the Old Testament, that current of prophecy that was preparing the way for the Saviour to come. The greatness of John the Baptist was that his whole being was given over to that witness to Jesus because that was kind of where he found himself in this movement of history, this movement of God's relationship with humanity, this movement of all all of creation. And so the same can be said for us, that we um, find ourselves in this movement of where all of creation has awaited the coming of the Savior, and then Jesus has come into our midst, and now all life flows out from him. And so we, no doubt if we're sitting here listening to me this morning, we've found Jesus as the center of our life in some ways, and all of our life flows out from that moment of revelation and, and salvation that he brings us. Um, but our our holiness, our perfection in God, lies in how much we actually center everything that we do, our identity and our purpose. It is centered upon Jesus. Um, our life points towards him and all of our purpose flows out of him. And just as with John the Baptist, our our purpose comes from him and it's fulfilled in moving back towards the Lord. So, I don't know how much you consciously think of the purpose of your life and whether it's founded on Jesus day in, day out. Maybe not something that we think of each day, um, but it could be good to reflect on that as we approach the gift of Jesus coming to us at Advent, but also as we think about the way the Lord's leading us, the way the Lord's glorifying himself or revealing himself through our life and through our works. We also see in the other John that we remember today, John of the Cross, that he was able to find himself in this movement of god 's revelation in his life, um, and that rather than seeking seeking himself seeking his own kind of profit, his own um, comfort or status or whatever in his life, he was able to discern god 's movement of grace um, and to place himself within that he was he was invited by um, Saint Teresa to join in the reform of the Carmelite order. Um, and he actually, even from his own brothers in his monastery, he faced huge persecution from that. They, they um, locked him in the basement or imprisoned him in some way because he was trying to reform the order, because he was trying to bring about this change. But he had undertaken that because he um, felt that that was what God was calling him to. That was the grace that was moving at the time. And he then he then was able to find through not only that physical rejection and oppression and darkness, but through the spiritual darkness that he faced as well, that God was even moving in there and that God was able to be found in there. So sometimes the the current of grace that God's inviting us to become a part of is not the most attractive thing on the surface. Um, the circumstances of our life might be, um, you know, we might prefer that they would be otherwise. But if we discern that this is where God's calling us, this is Um, The grace that God's calling us to cooperate with, then that's a place where we can find deep peace with Him, where we can find the presence and the love of God, um, and we find that fulfillment and that perfection um, in cooperating with and becoming part of God's stream of life. So let's be open to that gift as we come to know Jesus more and more through Advent.